Hello, it's Ryan from Communication Platform at www.communicationplatform.org. That's .org. And today we are going to just have a quick roundtable discussion on what is the communication platform and why uh, the work we do in uh, poor developing countries, um, both uh, hostile and um, peaceful poor areas. And there are some multi approaches we take, I think to introduce it, the easiest way to think about it is when you're doing, and, and what, where are the UN foreign superpower militaries and, and the, you know, NGOs, including, you know, international charities and missionary groups, where they all kind of will always fall short and struggle. This idea, well, well two-part actually, not having local leaders equally in charge, not completely in charge because we work in a bi-directional team approach, but having a joint group in charge for people with expertise, both from inside and outside the country or the area, the target area that we're discussing and making sure that, of course, there are plenty of local leaders and um, working professionals involved in the project and spearheading the project, but also networking and having cross communication with different societal leaders and different societal sectors in that area. So if we're looking at crime, crime really, so let's take the example of community widespread increase in crime, rarely sporadic, always a deeper reason, usually lacking elements of human security. You're looking at the fact that you still need community policing and the rule of law, you know, but you also need to get to the root cause. If there's a water drought and all the rivers are drying up, violence will soon erupt, sure enough, right? On the flip side, if there is, uh, you know, one man lone, uh, lone wolf terrorist, you know, who is trying to poison the local water supply, of course, we need to work closely with the water sanitation folks um, aware uh, and the water engineers, but also the, you know, the focus is not so much better water filtration. Um, it would be in that case, um, letting, you know, police or, or local military, you know, forces, uh, quote, catch the bad guy. And that would be, um, you know, kind of the flip side. So it's this idea that everybody for different crises can work in partnership and that of the local areas we work with across mostly, you know, parts of Africa, Asia, Latin America, that there is usually little cross communication among local professional leadership and uh, local uh, leaders that are the different players between water sanitation, agriculture, engineering, public health, medicine, um, uh, security, all these different things. When we have overlap between the two, doesn't mean that you have different people doing different people's jobs, right? What you have is you have cross communication. You have a level of um, you know, you know, partnership where one group letting the other know what's going on. And often a good example is public health. We can see uh, in uh, medicine and public health, certain trends pop up before other, um, before other groups are affected. So if, you know, you start seeing, um, for example, increase in a waterborne illness and that, you know, you start seeing signs of a water crisis or rather water sanitation crisis emerging, that would be a good thing 
to let other community leaders, you know, whether it's like the local, you know, mayor or, you know, different uh, members of, you know, for community policing, but there's, there's going to be overlap that you want to let people know trouble is coming. You know, if you start seeing a flood of people come in all in, you know, the first uh, couple of weeks with a new problem. So it's the idea that in the community model, communication platform is essentially um, just this idea that we are connecting different local leaders together and that we can do a lot more synergistically as a whole uh, working together than we can as individual counterparts. And it's keeping people and getting different perspectives of the local area from different local societal leaders and local working professionals. And when we say the area, we should let you know that we really typically define places small scale. We didn't, we would never try to work with an entire city. We don't have enough manpower ourselves and it's not effective. You would want to work with people at more in a city, in a big urban city. If we're at a big urban city in East Africa, we're actually looking at that neighborhood, that neighborhood sector. Still, things obviously have to happen at the city level, but we have a saying that you know all politics is typically local, and real politics are usually really local, and meaning what is affecting like this general 10-mile radius, you know, something like that. And so, or even, you know, the three mile radius. So really getting down to, um, you know, small chunks of areas, small, um, small areas, both in the suburbs, rural and uh, urban, whether it's a city neighborhood, it's a village or small cluster of villages, whatever it is, want to bring it back locally because that's where the the rubber meets the road in overlapping these local societal leaders. So that is a little bit about what we do in creating benchmarked and evidence-based best practices and how to do that, connecting local leaders and just doing best practices among each person's field. What are the best current practices in terms of water uh, conservation and water management for drip, uh, you know, drip irrigation systems, for example, you know, what are best practices for decreasing community violence using uh, streetlights and, you know, what, you know, what pattern of streetlights and, you know, um, you know, something as simple as that, you know, there are actually a lot of missed opportunities um, for different professional groups local to these areas that, you know, they can be doing better, um, smarter strategies if we start, you know, joining protocols and, and learning from other similar areas. And so that is a taste of things to come. And uh, we will see you next time.